Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Adoption Adventures. I am hoping that you're all very well rested after a wonderful, wonderful bank holiday. Uh, I say it's a wonderful, wonderful bank holiday. I'm hoping you had a wonderful, wonderful bank holiday. I know I did. Um, went to the theatre. Also did some drinking. I say some drinking. Lots of drinking. Um, and uh, yeah. Had uh, had lots of good times and good fun, so life was good. Life was good. Um, so you may recall last week I uh, was talking about how little dude and I were invited to present at um, JP Morgan. I don't know if I'd said the company name, but hey, it's okay if I didn't. Or I did. Uh, yeah, so uh, JP Morgan invited um, Little Dude and I to come and deliver a talk um, about adoption. The idea was to um, demystify adoption um, and sort of present some facts, some real life information, and almost essentially give a whistle stop tour of an information event um, as generic as possible to sort of like suit the whole whole country really um and yeah um we were essentially it was it was mostly myself like i i was there as the guest speaker little dude was there to sort of like be at the q q and a at the end um i was also on the panel with um an adult adoptee um, and another adult adoptee who had then gone on to adopt um, siblings as well. So really, really awesome panel, uh, met some fantastic people. All in all, we had 100 people in attendance. Um, some some of these people were there um, to learn more because their friends or family were going through the process or were considering the process. Others were there because it was something that they might want to consider in the future. Um, Others because they had done it. Uh, So there was a real, real range there, um, which was really, really cool. Um, We didn't get masses of opportunity for sort of like Q&A at the end um, but there was still an opportunity for everyone to just sort of hang about if they were sort of in the room um, or, or come and speak to us um, we we had one um, one person ask us a question and I, I'm, I'm going to have to do it sort of um, from memory um, but their question was, you know, they said, oh, other half and I have been blessed, we've got a um, birth child, but adoption is something that we've always talked about and always considered. I said, you know, how do you know that you are coming at this from the right, for the right reasons? How do you know you're not coming into the world of adoption to try and air quotes save a child you know how how do you know that you're doing it for the right moral reasons i thought that was a really a a very brave question and b a really honest question 
Um, you know, we've talked quite a few times in the past about how sometimes um, adult adoptees can feel like adopters almost came into the process just so as they could be saviors, they could be adopters. Um, and um, I thought that was a really good question, a really brave question. The way I responded, and whether it's a good answer or not, I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping it, it was a, a good or, or appropriate answer. Um, but I sort of said to her, I was like, you know, you've got to stop seeing these children as victims. You've, you've got to stop sort of looking at them as someone who needs to be saved. Instead, you need to look at the situation and say, am I able to offer a home to a child or children that need it? Um, I said, you know, you've got to understand that trauma, whilst we celebrate and get excited about it, it is still a trauma. Um, So accept that. Accept that you are not a saviour. You are not a hero. You are just someone who's opening their home and their heart. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping that that was a, a, a good enough answer. Um, but it was a great, really great question, um, which was, which was lovely. Um, and then afterwards, after the sort of like the talk, um, went through, we then got to sort of like stay, have a lunch. It was absolutely stunning. Um, and hang around for anyone who was in the room to just come over and just ask any questions um and this was really nice actually because this was a lovely opportunity for little dude to a hear some of the things that i talk about and say um and b kind of get to speak to people who are considering this and 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 give a real life sort of view um so that was really nice it was really nice for him to be able to see that um and you know, I was I was saying certain things, talking about how proud I am of him, and um, and as I was doing so, um, you know, someone the the person who had invited us there, who had been on my training previously, so I said, oh, you know, he's he's going to be all embarrassed, or you know, do you think he worries that you're only saying this because he's in the room? And uh, I sort of said to the dude, I was like, right, well. I've got a couple of people in this room that have been on my training. I think it's fair to say I speak like this when you're not here, to which they all agreed, which was really cool. Um, But that was really nice. It was really nice for him to be able to see how I talk about him, how I talk about adoption. Um, That was was a really nice experience for me. Um, So, yeah, I was very, um, very excited to be able to do that. Um, I think then, um, yeah, then we just got to spend some time, just little dude and I, we just, we grabbed a coffee, we sat and chatted, um, and it was just really, really nice, um, really nice sort of spending some quality time with him, um, and sort of checking in, um, which is always nice. We then this weekend, as we were out doing our thing, he's um, he's made some, or trying to make some new friends. 
um, and he's working really hard at sort of like building that social life. Um, I do feel for him. I feel for young people actually because, like, to to get socially active at the moment, I actually I think it's really challenging, um, really really challenging because like little dude, he's he's heard stories of how dad and I grew up and the sort of things that we did, and he's he's wanted to learn more and wanted to get involved and sort of like encourage his friends to do the same. So meeting up face to face, going out, socializing, going to parties or gatherings, um, going to the cinema, all, all things like this. Um, and he's just finding that actually he's not, his friends are just not interested in doing that. Um, and they're more interested in sort of, if I say a virtual friendship, and these are people that he'll go to college with or people that he's um, sort of known for years, they're just more interested in why don't we each stay at our own homes and just play on our computers and talk through headsets. Um, and you can really tell the little dude's getting frustrated with that and infuriated with having to live in that world, um, which is really interesting. Um, earlier he said to me, oh, you know, friend and I, they have been friends for, it's got to be about seven years now at least. And, uh, he's like, oh, friend and I, you know, we're, we're talking about going on a holiday this summer. I was like, that is amazing. Fantastic. Great. Good for you. Um, I was like, you know, where, where are you thinking? <laughs> Which he said, um, I think he said Tenerife. I was like, okay, cool. What's, uh, what's taking you? He was like, there's some like theme parks and stuff that we can go to. I was like, my lord, how things have changed. I said, you're both going to be 18 and you're talking about going on a holiday to go to a theme park. Like most 18 year olds are talking about going to Ibiza and clubby places. Uh, and he was like, yeah, no, like none of my friends would be interested in doing that. So I've got to kind of adapt adapt my plan to to fit around them and you think oh that's really that's really frustrating because you can tell that he just he's ready to try those things now i am very pleased that he's friends with total geeks because it means that he's just not experiencing those things which means my worries drop um, but in the same breath, it's almost like that trial by fire. He's got to be able to experience some of these stupid things because, let's face it, young people are stupid. They do stupid things and they need to make those mistakes. They need to make those mistakes so as they can learn from them. It's horrible. And as a parent, I'm kind of sitting there going, no, I don't want him to make any errors. I don't want him in trouble. And I'd love to wrap him in cotton wool from now to eternity. Thank you very much. But that's not what life looks like. I can't do that. So I've got to let him go. But he kind of hasn't got the people around him that are letting him, um, which is really interesting. It also, it also throws in some concerns for me as well, though, because where he's in that situation, he's now desperate to find friends that would be willing to do that. So because his social skills have never been amazing, um obviously they've got a lot better but he's still socially naive which means that he'll be inclined to find the wrong person and make more faux pas because he's not had a, a learning curve and it's going to be quite a steep learning curve and 
he's going to have to experience that. And I think that's really quite um, scary to think because he said something earlier. Um, he and I went out the other day. He said he really liked some more clothes. Went out the other day and he saw a shirt. Um, it was proper Larry shirt. He was like, that looks so cool. Can I have it? I was like, absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's go for it. Well, he wore it at the weekend. I didn't see him wearing it. Um, he came back to me today and he said, oh, you know, I'm probably not going to wear that shirt unless I'm on holiday. I was like, why? He said, well, I you know, spoke to my friends at the weekend and they just said that it was just a little bit leery and was more of a holiday shirt. He said, and, you know, I do really value their opinion. And I said, right, I'm going to stop you there. I said, the friends that you're talking about, I said, the friends that you've made from your prospective university, I said, I first of all wouldn't class them as friends because you've only met them face to face twice, maybe three times. I said, and someone who you have met three times, I'm concerned that you're saying that you are valuing their opinion that high that you would consider altering something that you like just to fit in with their narrative. Um, and he he kind of backpedaled and changed some of the things that he was saying. But it made me really realise just how naive he is and how vulnerable he is um, to sort of like all of those things and how important it is for him to still check in and still get those life lessons. Um, I think, you know, it's it's a worry, it's a concern. Um, you know, you kind of sit there and go, oh, please learn this one quickly. I, I, I really want to know that you're safe on this. Um, and I'm sure he will be. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that he gets some, some wider experiences quicker um, so as he can kind of learn do's and don'ts. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll feedback more on that. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's us. That's what's been going on in our world. Um, been delivering training as well. Uh, that that went well. Um, met a really, really good group. They didn't have any dodgy questions. Um, just feedback on the, uh, the person who came back with a question that I wasn't happy about. They have not decided to go forward um, with adoption at the moment. Um, and I think that that's, I'm hoping that they're just going to take some time to reflect and, uh, and just think about the big, bigger world. Um, so yeah, we'll see on that one. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for listening. Um, I've got a couple of different topics coming up, um, that could be interesting, but as always do let me know if you want me to cover anything. It's always great to speak to you. Uh, until next time.